it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's like my contractor so, would always say, it's going to be fine. So a contractor <laughs> that always tells you it's going to be fine. I'm sorry, is going to be fine. It's going to be fine. A response to this is wrong, <laughs> that is wrong, something's missing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. Oh It'll be God. fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, building a house right now, I guess I'm the one who needs to hear, and if it's not, we'll pay to the fix it. The best answer <laughs> I ever received to that sort of input came from a salesman, and I immediately bought whatever product he was selling. I don't even remember what it was. I was asking a question. And I said, yeah, but if this or this or this happens, and they were normal, run-of-the-mill, it kind of always 80% of the time happens. Right. You know, I said, if this or this or this happens, and he goes, well, they're not going to happen, number one. And if they do happen, number two, I'm going to make you really happy. And I was like, oh, okay, got it. I'm in. Did you marry him? I mean, He's like, like, I'm going to make you really happy. I'll make it right. Every single thing that I had a question is like, yeah, but you've never worked with us before and we have really particular procedures and it's not something. And he's like, I'm a quick study. I can learn that. I've worked with lots of people. You're going to be happy. Trust me. And I was like, okay, I do. See, you had me at everything until you said, trust me. The whole thing was trust me. Subtext, spoken text, the whole thing. All the texts? All the texts. He was a big, he was big on text. Brian. First in flight spotted and the cure for loneliness all this and more on today's brilliant observations do 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 It. Melissa, when you sing the little doo 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 doos, I'll have you know. Love it. We, I saw, I saw our dear friend Marnie last time. Oh, and she told me, mm. I hate it when you sing that Are because you you're kidding? always off key. Oh, well, it's Marnie. What do you expect? She's a, musical, like, she's a musical. She's a musical genius. And I looked at her. I was like, A, go fuck yourself. That's <laughs> the point. That I don't, I don't know, sing, I don't, I don't that actually. constantly know, these girls say, that, oh, no, no, you can sing, you can I, I sing. I don't know that that's the point. I do love that you make that little, <laughs> because whenever I'm going about my life, not talking to you, dear Melissa, something will occur, and it'll sound like one of your lead-ins, and then in my head, and then I'll hear this, <laughs> I was like, oh, see, just made a little mnemonic for us, look at you go. Look at you. I'm not I don't I'm not grading you like you're up for a Grammy. I mean, I'm just listening. (laughs) Nor do I hear a I'm not musical, (laughs) but nor do I hear a a note that I'm to match. This is just random. We don't hear the music. Creepy bossa nova from like 19 cheesy 30. It's not, you know, I dig it. I just realized that I'm not listening to it. Right. Yeah. And then matching it. Here's your musical cue in. Ready for your note? No. That's right. There's no note coming. <laughs> exactly. Silence. Silence is your cue. We dub that in later. Four hours later. Good morning, Four. Melissa. How are you? Good ya? morning. I am well. I am <laughs> Very well. Good. Let me give you let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. Good morning, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Our sweet Amy. E. I was about to sing Amy, what you're gonna do, but I don't want to offend Marnie oh. with my off key key. 
Well, see, that's how seriously we take our listener feedback. Tones. Yeah. Our, our listener feedback. That's right. It happens we take it so super often. fucking seriously. Yeah. We take it to yeah. the heart. We take it. To, it's a closer eclipse of the heart. That's how Obviously, close we if take it's, it. If it's like weeks later now and I'm still talking about it, I definitely take it to heart. <laughs> <laughs> so currently at this very moment. Yes. Sweet Amy. Yes. Outside my window is a man who is Ooh. emptying Ooh. the poop, oh. the pooper oh. underground in my backyard. Do you have one of those uh, on-site an- septic animal? Oh, a, a human pooper. Human pooper. Yeah. I thought this was for the. Ca- I I thought it was a pupper pooper. No, that's what my husband's for. I was going to ask you. Well, you you know about those things. We had one in Richmond. A service. Well, nope. We had two doggies, and we had. Uh, sort of like a puppy septic without the septic. You just bury a container that leaches the poopins into the ground so that when you do the scooping pooping of the yard, you dump them, you pop up, you step on like a little manhole cover. It goes, and then you dump all the duties in there and they go down into their little underground bucket where they stay and they leach and then they're not on the top of the soil rotting into little white desiccated you know, poop popsicles for everybody to step on. Poopsicles. That's right. Love so, it. It's just somewhere to go instead of putting it in a bag and then putting it in your own trash can in the garage so you can smell, you know, Shadoobie. puppy deuces in the thing for the whole, uh-uh, gross. Okay. Hi, how are you? Good morning, Melissa. <laughs> no, this guy's cleaning out our our grown-up human two-legged oh, Shadoobies. Fantastic. This is when we would stand with the kids by the window and say, good job or bad job? Good job oh. or a bad job? Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Oh, Meanwhile, you're do you want to know what these guys get paid? Because it's a fortune. $70 billion. So I'm thinking, not such a bad job. Mommy's kind of a dope. Like, respect, my friends. Respect. They're, I'm telling you, the lower grade the wage, frequently, the higher the income. Because who wants to do that? And somebody's got to do it, right? I imagine, I imagine the guy who cleans out the air filter in the nuclear power plant inside the reactor probably gets paid a lot of money to go in there and risk his life to do this. The people that are making pipelines in Alaska, they're making a lot of money, but they have to sleep in those scary cabins and like play poker all the time. It's bad. It's a bad life. Let's not tell my kids about that because I feel like that's kind of the a kind of gig that they would say, well, I could do this for a year. They would make, not. Make some serious I've, bank. Have and you then... not met your children? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Hazard pay is not in any way of interest <laughs> to them. So Luxury pay is of interest to them. That's my son was home yesterday from camp, and I got to tell you, I take no credit. Let me start with that. Oh. I take no credit. He's ready. He's he's good to go. I hear a compliment coming on. I have all of the faith and confidence in this child to to leave, fly, soar and do great things. If Uh here's my never mind. Here's my one thing. Lay it on me, Sharon. If he can balance partying with how Ah, ah. how great he is. If he could balance. If he doesn't discover weed. We had, I mean, we didn't spend a ton of time because he's working at camp pretty hard and he really just wanted to relax and go into his room and just fall asleep for a hundred hours, Rip Van, Ethan. And, but the time, I mean, he's just ready. He's had answers to questions. He had questions that showed thought. He, like, I just, 
I almost feel like my work here is done kind of feeling, and I know it's not. Uh, but I just, I was just so proud of him yesterday. Of course, he's not shaving and he kind of looks homeless, but the words and the concepts and, and the understanding of how to get certain things done. For example, there's a course that the University of Pittsburgh gives, which it's a one credit course that you add to your whatever, and it teaches you how to use the university to its best ability. So for one credit, they teach you where the writing thing is, the math thing is. Like they they make you really well aware of all of the opportunities at Pitt. Yeah. And I said, I'd really like you to take this class. Oh, he shit. He forgot to sign up for it yesterday. I'm just giving him all these compliments and he fucking forgot it. And he said, yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely take that. I just don't know how to do it from my phone. How to, how to write. So it wasn't a fight. It wasn't a, I really think you should. No, Ma, why do I have to? It wasn't. It was just a really mature. And even if he didn't just agree with me, he would have said, I definitely think these concepts are super important, but I'm taking two sciences too late. Like he just I didn't. I feel like he would say to you, I think these concepts are super important. That's why I'm going to be taking this course. All right, maybe those Mother. are my words. <laughs> I, I, we went through a similar experience, meaning yeah. a similar course was offered. Totally agree. What I love about everything that you're saying is that I perceive you're going through the six-month lift with our oldest and to a certain degree with every child, but most noticeably with the oldest. Yeah. Because for us, we are learning how to parent at the same time that he's learning how to child, right? So he is always- Or the, how to adult. He's always the first. He's always the lead one. He's the tip of the spear. So everything that happens to him is the learning experience for us and him at the same time. And that's puts a new spin on the ball when you have more than one child. So I say, we notice it more with him, but it really happens with all of them. Every six months, you get a brand new child. Well, that's not fair because you just figured out. We talked about this before. They you level just up. figured out how to parent no, that they other level, child. They level up. Level up. Level up. In teenage years, it is super noticeable that every six months, Oy. they become that much better, that much more mature, that much more, I agree with you. These concepts are valuable, mother. They learn <laughs> how to actually give back to you what you've been pounding them on the head with a rubber mallet about for all of these weeks and days and lifetimes ago. I, I'm just saying, you've had a six-month level up because I'm here to tell you, three weeks ago, you were sitting here going, Ooh, I talked, I talked like did. my husband. You did. Well, when you marry somebody, you take on their habits. Okay, I get it. You do. You do. Super. He's, he's one of the five people dear. I spend most of my time That's with. He's, right. I'm, <laughs> That's okay. right. So you must yeah, be I very just, successful. And your I child is sex, successful. I can't believe well. it. So I can't believe well, it. Well, congratulations. That's a fun moment to see your youth as a blossoming young adult, as someone that you're not terrified biting your nails, is he going to fall off the bus he's platform? He's going to be great. Yeah, he knows exactly how to move through the world for this time in his life. And you can breathe a sigh I'm gonna of write him a letter. tepid relief. You're I'm going to write him a letter. A letter? Why? Weed is for Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. You need to be sober during the week to get yeah. school done, work done. And I really feel like he's going to read it and cherish it <laughs> it maybe frame it carry his wallet oh he's going to write a book about it a, a bestseller it's going to be letters from mom instead of that tuesdays with maury you're that's what you should do you should write that letter 
send a text. I love you. Maybe no, who was telling instead? me? Somebody was telling me that sending the text might have been you. Sending the text is the smartest way to do it because the moment they read it, it's in their head. I like to think of it in advertising. It was the same as doing a billboard. If you can cull your message down to seven words or fewer, the second they read it, doesn't matter if they're artful words, the second they read it, the message is received, and then they can decide what to do with it. So the idea is to have the shortest possible expression of how you want to say it, always the best. Succinct is the way to go because they're not listening. That's right. We they're have so much anyway. experience in this running this <laughs> not show. Listening. Not listening. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you, I, tr- I had it on the board as first in flight. I wanted to ask you a couple of weeks ago, yes. do you remember the first flight you ever took? I'm not sure. And where were I, you going? I'm not sure that I do, but the first memorable flight that I took is probably the first flight, right? I so if I'm wrong, you know, somebody can take me to court. I think the first one, I was in eighth grade and we took a family trip to Walt Disney World in Florida. And it was okay. all of us together. I'm the youngest. So it was all of us together. We went and did the whole thing and oh my goodness and Wow, 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 and staying at the resort, and it's not the kind of vacation that we would take. So all of us together doing that. That's the first memorable one, if, if there was something before that. I've Because, for example, when I was in first grade, we all drove from Delaware, the East Coast, all the way to Denver and stayed there for six months while my dad went to officer's training, maybe for the Air Force Academy. How so old were you for this? I was in first grade. I did half of my first, first grade, grade. Half of my first grade year in Denver and I vividly remember they had fat crayons there instead of skinny ones and you know they were teaching Fucking Denver they well and that's I tell this story a lot but anyway we would walk truly we would walk to school in the snow because you would walk from wherever we were staying it was like two blocks away and it was always snowing there so we would walk there and they had a pizza hut before anybody knew what a pizza hut was because they weren't here yet on the, our side of the coast. They had a Taco Bell and we thought that was the most, ex- it felt like a real restaurant. It didn't feel like fast food. Like all these things were so weird and exciting. And I also, that's how I didn't learn to tell time. So I still got, kind of got fucked up about that because they taught it here while I was gone and they had not yet taught it there while I was there. So when I came back, everybody knew it, and we have digital clocks in our house. So I, like typing, taught myself, and I taught myself wrong. I've told you this before. You know this, right? No, I don't know this story. I, so I taught myself wrong because a fucking clock has no logic. Riddle me this, dick dick. Okay, <laughs> so which is, lo- which is fucking longer, a minute or an hour? An hour's obviously longer. Right, so wouldn't that be the longer hand on the fucking clock? No, it's the minute hand. Yeah, so why do we fucking do this, you stupid jackass? Okay, so I always look at it, and I'm like, all right. So, wait, now I got to flip it. Now I got to think for a second. Oh, Hang little on. Amy. I have every, what's the fucking, what, okay, so when graphing calculators came out, a lot of these problems, it's like the abacus. Shit goes away, and somebody else <laughs> solves it. Grammarly means nobody knows how to spell fucking nothing, because now instantly you go, and then everything can be spelled for you. So, I rely on digital clocks and also my thinky-think thought process to slow down and figure out what the fuck time it is. It also helps when you look out the window and know it's the middle of the afternoon, so I don't think it's 4 a.m. Like, you can, you can, you know, you can put it together. No. So, you um, you went to Disney World. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. And I've, I've never done that with my family. I don't think we've ever taken a flight as a family. 
My family has never been on a plane. My parents, my siblings' family. I think that's pretty I, normal for people of our age group. I think it's super okay. abnormal for people who are for parents for for us being the parents and yeah. our families it's super abnormal to not have flown somewhere for people who are our age as children it right. was really rare and unusual for an entire family to go anywhere on a plane unless you were richie rich and part of it is because it fucking costs a lot more there weren't you know jip jap airlines that's going to take you carry your own bucket and you fill up the fuel and you get to come for eight dollars like they don't have any of these right you were still wearing you know getting the twa bag and wearing high heels and makeup and people smoking on the fucking flight all this shit was happening when i was a youth so yes i think waiting until i was in eighth grade being the youngest so my older brother who really probably didn't have any interest in going to disney world or land or whichever one it is world Ever and certainly not with his two younger sisters. At a certain point, my mom's like, "Guess what? We're doing it, Lush girl." I've been waiting uh-huh. my whole fucking I mean, life. sorry. It was fun. We all had fun. He was fun about it. It was fun. It was a fun time. Fun, 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 fun. I but don't you know never really. I feel like your family is rich, though. I I get that impression. I don't. As much as I know you, we don't spend a lot of time going. Now tell me about your family and let's let me see your balance sheet. Like it's not about that, but some of the things that you drop in and about your youth, you seem like you were at a different strata than perhaps we were. And I would anticipate that that would involve we're going to summer down at the whatever. We're going to Tijuana with the kids, right? Well, we went to camp every summer, but I think my grandparents paid for that. My parents didn't. Um, I also mentioned in previous episodes that I think that Walt Disney World is the great equalizer for for every American, if not human, because people save their whole lives to give their kids this experience, which my parents did not. We never took a family vacation. We never did because what, we're going to go during Christmas? Uh, I don't think so. My grandparents were always in Queens. There's no reason to leave Long Island to go to Queens. So Florida wasn't even on our map. But we occasionally spent a, a long weekend in like the Catskills with their friends and we were just along for the ride. Yeah, because they had nowhere that, to, quote, dump you. Stick us. Yeah, yeah, we went to camp every summer. We never took a family vacation. We actually took a vacation from our family by going to <laughs> going camp to every camp. summer. That's how we remained intact. Yep. So I didn't take my first flight, I want to say, until I was in college. No, it wasn't with us. And I went on. No, it wasn't with us. A spring break trip. Holy shit ball To Friday. New Orleans. I cannot believe that was your first one. And that was a banging flight. Um, that was a banging flight. I took one before that. I took one. I'm sorry. It was also to New Orleans. So I guess I thought the only time you ever fly is if you're going to the city of Sin. Sin I'm Sin. sorry. No, that flight to New Orleans was so fucking banging if you got it was crazy we, it was crazy first of all there was a dozen there was 10 of us maybe a dozen of us traveling all together yeah and for whatever reason i guess because of the destination other people had guitars like it was a party flight and absolutely and it was i think southwest when they were still trying to figure yeah. out can we be an airline so the stewardesses were fucking a comedy troupe they had us playing toilet paper races, like the one aisle versus the other aisle. Let's see, let's see how so fast we can get this fun. toilet paper going from the back to the front. We were singing. We were throwing shit. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy to be on a fucking it was flight. 
absolutely. You're so right. It's absolutely nuts. I remember it. It's seared into my brain because yes. my first flight was in high school and I did go to New Orleans for a, a convention that I went to. But while flying there, um, I, I flew there. I took the SATs in yeah. New Orleans. Also yeah, that makes sense. I was, that, that's a I good was tip. on a convention. Uh, but that flight that I took with you was really the first flight I took kind of alone. I mean, it wasn't. It's the equivalent of saying, have you ever been on a private plane? Like it was so memorable. Other flights are not like this. Like you're just sitting there thinking what's happening and I want more. It was fucking great. Do you know how different it was? There was this, this acapella group, the D sharps from the university of Delaware and they were going down as their spring break trip. And one of the women girls who was going her mother, her mommy, let me say it like I mean it. Her mommy didn't want her to go. She didn't approve of 11 women traveling together. It just, she I didn't want learning. her to go. I love learning about my own life. I have no the fuck idea who this is. Okay. So she didn't want her to go. I and can't even how, guess. Yeah. Here's how different time was. She said, hey, Melissa, here's my ticket. You can have it. It has my name on it. And it has whatever. Here's my ticket. So Is just pay me for the, just pay me for my ticket. And I used a ticket that had someone else's name on you it. You super did not. As I got on, they just took the ticket. You're they full said, of hello. lies. This can't be they accurate. S- <laughs> they said hello, Amy, and I said hello. Yeah. Who? 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 who what? Who did you go as? Amy. The one that had the tumor. Is that her? She had a tumor. Oh, I don't know. There was a handful of people who would like float in for six other months. Other Amy. Or... No, she was there. She was she was in your group. She was one of she, Annie's is bridesmaids. There a, is there a door I can close? Oh, Amy. Brian. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't giving a last name, but Who okay. cares? Amy Brian dropped off the face of the earth seven years ago. People have been looking for her. So if she finds this <laughs> podcast and hears that she gave up the ticket, shout out to you, Brian. Welcome back. There's no fucking problem. I, no, I and there was I someone you like Janice it. or somebody who had a tumor, and I, God bless her. She's a fucking laugh riot. No, she was really fat. She had like a huge. She was a toothpick with a like an egg on a toothpick, very thin with a giant belly, and she would always bitch and moan about God. I hate this shape. I hate that it fucking was a tumor. So then she didn't see a doctor. No, she found out later, and then she had it removed, and she was super happy. But she stopped singing. So anyway, I forget. She was very fun. I don't remember. Like we would party for a little while and then they would leave if you're gonna be in the d sharps lifestyle you gotta be in the d sharps you gotta commit tumor or no tumor you gotta <laughs> stick with us that's how it works you, you gotta commit to gangland you gotta stay with us everybody should all have the tattoo actually some of them do have the tattoo yeah a great many in fact yeah. it was just a very different world now you have to go through a full body cavity oh search God. to get on an airplane then i handed them a ticket with someone else's name on it and they said come aboard and we did and it was so much fun it was really so much fun <laughs> that's really all i have to say about that it was super fun and now my brain is just the gears are going what a trip if amy's brian had been there with us Totally different. I don't think I wouldn't even remember it. (laughs) I don't think that it was her mother who objected to her going on this trip. I think she saw one look at the in air quotes kind itinerary. Like we didn't really know where we were gonna be staying, (laughs) what we were gonna be doing. And in fact, even if we had, that all went out the window. It was it was a free form. You've seen that movie Hangover. Uh, you've seen that movie Animal House. I mean, it was definitely you mostly hear about 
young men behaving this way. We we behaved. <laughs> we you did we not were behave. lawless. We were lawless. We did so many unsafe, unsavory, delightful. We ended up in strangers' homes. But it was the kind of thing where it was a different time. The it was reason we would end up time. getting invited back to somebody's house a group to of eat ten, crawfish because they wanted to cook for us is because we were having so much fun in the bar with them and they didn't want it to end. So they just opened their hospitality. The reason an opera singer invited us to tour her house because we were walking by admiring it and then she serenaded us from her balcony. Do you remember this? Do you remember no. the reason this defrocked priest who is now gay wanted to give us a private tour of a cemetery so we could see the voodoo stuff and was picking up bones of people that were coming out of the graves because of the sea level thing. They were, you just want, you can't really bury them. They come back up again. All this stuff. You don't remember any of this stuff? And that's not even the tip of the tip of the tit. That's, there was a lot happening on that trip. And this was how many years ago? 70 dozen? A hundred years ago. Oh, I thought you were going to do math. I got really excited. No, I start to, and then I wise up. A calculator, that's what that shit's for. Clocks, calculators, come on. Somebody's going to help me. It was an amazing time. It really, it was a, a time, in, yeah, it, times were very different, and I never felt unsafe there, especially since I knew that, you know your theory of people love to help? They do. They did do then. You- they totally did that. Do you remember getting on the bus and having the bus driver say to us, no, no, you girls don't want this bus. This bus don't take you to the India house. You got you got to get on the next yeah, bus they knew and then us, switch. Yeah. But they knew who we were. Yeah, we were that where uh, we were staying. We have good energy. I don't know what to say to you. And we're all hot and drunk. And there's it was a like day three. Yeah. And he's like, nope, nope. This bus ain't for you. And we're like, I vividly well, which bus do we want? Cab. I've never been kicked out of a cab. He stopped and made us get out. <laughs> It, it was, was my first red stripe. It was my, a lot of things. A girl. And we Dixie, had, Dixie beer. That oh was yes. another one. Delightful. All fantastic. See, that was before I had the Jewish bowel and I could do anything. You can still do anything. <laughs> I just, could do anything. Just bring a bigger bucket. You can do anything. Now, listen, this is what your son's going to do. And you're sitting around saying, but I don't know if he's going to be able to. Just think I for 30 seconds. Grades. Just think. Do it. No, grades. Just think for th- for 30 seconds about the level of illegal debauchery that went on. Immoral, illegal, ill-advised, unsafe, super fucking fab, great ass time. Picture it. Picture it for eight seconds. And I guarantee you, at home viewers, since you're staring at your phone and listening also, I guarantee you, whatever you think we did, you could triple it. And we did that too. It was it was nuts. I, I ended up somehow on stage at fucking what's the name of that the House place? of Blues? <laughs> the House of Blues because of some dude we met. They needed a singer. I mean, come on, this was the crazy trip. People got tattoos. People got sexual experiences that they had not imagined, could not conceive of. Yeah, it was all around town, up and down. Many different substances were explored. This was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Part of me wants that for him, but I don't want him to. I mean, the things we did, like I would freak the fuck out if I thought. I, I think ignorance is bliss here, right? Which, yeah. I think he'll tell me not you, knowing. He'll tell you when you are a air quotes nana, right? When his, his whatever, his puppies, his experiences or his babies are all somewhere off and he's back visiting you and he's sitting you remember that time when I went off to the University of Pittsburgh and 
Uh, you thought I was eating French fries. What I was really doing was all the stuff. Which means happen. he survived it. He didn't have any long-term repercussions from it. So that I, I the penicillin worked. To that. All of it happens. <laughs> you know, super great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, VD is forever. Is all I want to say. VD is oh, forever. Yeah. You got to have a good friend. Somebody's going to. We stick really by dodge you. bullets. How we did not wind up. <laughs> With a permanent wart, for I real. will never understand. For real or a baby, We're so lucky. or AIDS, or all of it. I or... definitely stuck my finger in his face. I do not want to raise your babies. Yeah, <laughs> do yeah. not, do not do that. Oh, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I have a volume condom purchase as part of my Amazon cart. Trust me. I told, oh, I hope it's directly from him because I told him if you're not mature enough to buy them in the store, you're not mature enough to have sex. That was a conversation we definitely had recently. And he says, got it. Because we definitely sent five boxes away to fit and one of them had a box of condoms in it. So I just want him to know you should be mature enough to buy them if you're mature enough to have sex. I don't think they have any shame about buying them. I think they have concern about physically paying for them. Because they're cheap little shit ticks. Oh, because you were yeah. all about, oh, I don't think they have any shame of making a sperm donation. And I still think there is shame in that. I think there is like awkwardness about it. These are kids who can't call and make an appointment to have their hair cut because it's talking to another human. But that's and who physically can't order talking Chinese to someone. Food. Yeah, that's talking to another human is very different than making a purchase. You're not actually talking to anyone. You can do the whole thing silently. Just smile. Talking to someone is, is a bridge too far. For everyone, for everyone aged 30 and younger, they can't do it. If you find someone in that bracket who yeah. is a-okay, looking you in the eye, smiling, and speaking to you directly yes. on any subject, including we'll take the check, you, that's a <laughs> unicorn. You need to hire that fucker and give him a raise because they don't exist. I don't, don't understand exist. that. And they don't email either. They, they and- don't email. They text. They message. They It's like... Do you understand that a message is a fucking email? It's just delivered through a different system. You stupido. Can you not? Oh, God almighty. Anyway. I am a little concerned about that whole generation and their ability for that eye contactness. They'll but, find their way. They'll find their way. But I think part of the reason I'm confident setting him afloat uh, out into the world is because he has conversation. I mean, he's. He's the one who would order Chinese food. She will not. <laughs> she will not do it. So I have a year's worth of work to do on her before I send her out. We're doing um, that whole thing. We're trying to triple up while you are in the process of migrating from your, <clears throat> excuse me, while you're in the process of migrating from your learner permit to your proper license. That yeah. includes you must physically walk in and pay for the thing that's been pre-ordered and is just waiting. Why do I? Why? Why? Not and you're paying for it with my money. It's not like you have to buy us food now, but you have to manage it. Why? Why? Yeah, because you, you have to manage the, the interaction. In- interaction. Like, the interaction. The erection. Stop that. They can manage. I meant the interaction. Yeah, it's hard for them, but that doesn't mean you don't do it. It means you put yourself in that position a little more because we have a world and you're in it now, and you're going to be in it more when you're driving. Right? You're going to be out there and. When you drive to Chipotle, it's on a rack. You have to walk in and pick it up and you don't have to talk to anybody. Like you said, it's maybe a smirk to the kid behind the counter. Well, and you're not having a relationship with someone when you're saying, I want the beef tolteca with the you know brown rice, please, vegetables, hike. Like that's, that's different. 
than walking in saying, hi, someone has pre-ordered something. Let me give you my name. Let me verify. Here's the amount. Do I have to tip you? Like it gets complicated. Anything that's not a, an assembly line. I don't know. Right. I don't know. That's a lot of penis. I want you to know that in case you had any doubts that Stuart and I are terrible people. What? And I say this because... Ethan talked to us about a friend of his whose father has like four months to live. Oh, gosh. He got this. He got this sentence, really. He got this uh, diagnosis. And, you know, the boy leaves yesterday and we are we are having some <laughs> pillow talk. See, you're a terrible I'm person, not, too. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because we do a comedy podcast. So it's like, let's talk about Wait, the here, I'll take diagnosis. you there. That's, I'm not terrible. That's really sad. I'll take you there. Ready? I bet yes. you I can make you laugh Bring again. Staple Sisters. Come on. Go. So we're laying down last night having pillow talk. And and uh, I said, you know, I, we didn't even ask, like, what kind of cancer he must have. You know, what what he has. That's four months. And I said, I said, well, if it's cancer and he's quiet. And I said, well, what else could it be if it's not cancer? <laughs> <laughs> and Stuart. And Stuart says it could have it could have been a game show. (laughs) What? I said, wait, what? He said it could have been a game show. He could have lost at a game show. (laughs) I said, what kind of game show do you lose? Life or death. (laughs) And the result what kind of Hunger Games bullshit are you talking about? Was he he making a joke that didn't land? Did I miss the joke? I think he was trying to figure out another reason why you're given four months to live. And he just couldn't. He's like, well, what if it was 90% chance of winning? He kept going. You took the risk at 90%. And then there's that 10% (laughs) chance that you lose. And that's when you get four months notice. That I could not stop laughing (laughs) because I was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, what could it have been? And we were laughing so hard. I'm like, oh, my God, his father's dying in four months. And we are laying here like complete assholes. And I felt terrible. But we are terrible people. Yeah, kind of. And following that up right away is uh, we spent some time last weekend with our friend Tom, who said, I'm doing my best to find compassion for dot, dot, dot. So he's naming these people who are not good people or you don't know. It's the same theory of when you go to the supermarket, you don't know the situation anyone else is in, right? You don't know what they're going through. You don't have, like this person could have just put their dog down and they came here to get tissues. They're buying tissues and lube. And you're like, oh, I know what they're, have compassion for, (laughs) be it on the road, be it uh, in the supermarket. It's take a deep breath. Don't be so quick to anger. And he talked about having compassion for people. And I thought, I still have friends who are trying to find compassion. And I thought, all right, the world isn't going into a shitter as quickly as the news tells me it is. Again, I super mispredicted which way you were going to go. I still have friends who are trying to find compassion for others in the world. And I think to myself, why are they still my friends? Like, this is where (laughs) I thought you were going. No, no, no. I I want, I surround myself with people who, who I feel, you know, either take me to a wonderful bad place or make me a better person. It's and, I, Or you do both. You have a super bad place, riotous time on the way to being a better, more compassionate person. I agree. See, I, I love why that. Can't you I do want both? it. Yes. We did. Well, that. I did. We so the are time. there people, is there a way that you can put this into your life? 
for you and dear listener? Finding more compassion. Well, that's that's I think my core makeup. I was hard. That's my dial is already set to nine and I'm constantly tweaking it to see how high I can make it go. Eleven thirty. You know, how far can I blow this out the doors to have more compassion? That's a that's a life goal. Always doing it. But it's it's always top of mind. I don't have to think about it. I'm aware that I'm in need of improvement in that area. So I keep working on it, right? There are other things in your life that you have to remind yourself to try to work on. Stopping cussing all the time, right? Stopping yelling all the time. Stopping eating chocolate every single second. These are things where I have to interrupt my natural go-to state is eat all the chocolate, do all the things. My natural go-to state is, of course, compassion. And can I find some more? Of course, kindness. Can I find some more? That's. But in terms of trying to be more compassionate, this is my selling technique as well. And I'm continually surprised that other people have to learn this. It's you take courses on this, which I find amazing, which is don't focus on what you're offering. Focus on what the customer needs, right? That's just a different mindset for selling. When you think about what problem are they trying to solve and what barriers are in the way to solving that problem, when you're already thinking exactly like they are and you walk in and say, solution, no barriers, they buy from you instantly. So that ultimately is a compassion-based mindset. You're thinking exactly, put yourself in their shoes. So it's just natural to do that. And the more that you do it, you succeed in all areas of life. Brian, you, you led me to believe that you had a cure for loneliness. Oh, my stars. I super do. You don't can even you, know. Can you share that with uh, our dear listener? Well, it just occurs to me frequently how blessed we are and how grateful we are to have these deep, profoundly, deeply entrenched, gratifying relationships in all areas of our life and to continue building them with new people. Agree. We have it. We fucking have it. And it occurs to me that a lot of people don't have it. And for those people, I love you. I welcome you. I hope you're listening. I hope that you're getting something out of this and you feel a part of the tribe just by listening. Amen. That's more of it. Because a lot of these people are in the supermarket on senior Thursdays wanting to make relationships with other people. If you are lonely, you just need to go shopping on senior Thursdays. I didn't realize it was a thing. I had to go to the market. I actually was a little excited that I was going on Thursday because I happened to know that our market restocks on Wednesday afternoons. So it's goody good produce. And I thought, okay, good. It worked out. I'm, I'm there at actually the right time. It's all going to be fresh and delightful. So I walked was in. Was it like watching Cocoon? I was trying to get three things. I don't even remember. There were, I'm sure it was for the youngest who wants to cook things all the time. So I was trying to pick up this or that or the other. I'm certain it was. I swear to you, it was, hey, can I ask you a question? Hey, how are you? Let me, let me ask you a question. Will you solve a riddle for me? Come here. We're having a bet. Come here. Oh, look at her outfit. You look delightful. Where are you from, honey? I'm not kidding. Men, At the women, supermarket. At the supermarket. I was in there for an hour and a half. I could not get out. It was insane. And, and now you have a date? <laughs> I didn't know it was Senior Thursday. I just thought I had stumbled into super chatty marketplace. Because they didn't all look like it wasn't walkers and oxygen tanks. These are just people. I mean, I didn't size them up in that way, right? I wasn't looking, are you a dating prospect? Are you old enough or young enough? They just looked like neighbors. They just looked like they could be people, some of them old, some of them young. But I was like, it's really, when I went to the checkout, that's the other thing. And then I started talking to the checkout lady. 
and because they were in the middle of a, a argument and a discussion and they wanted to loop me in. So I had to weigh in on that one. So it was just having a lot of fun. And that, it was like a party. I was like, where's my cocktail? Take the check. So anyway, when it's all done and I had, I had, it's hilarious because I sided with the older checkout lady and not with the bagger who was probably, I don't know, 40. You know, n- neither of these people were <laughs> sprightly young people. The, right. argument they, the argument they were having was the older checkout lady, her daughter put Life360 on her fucking phone and she turned to it off. To her mother? And she, the mother turned it off. She's like, I'm 71 years old. I got a fucking job. I love you. Now get out of my crack. Like, I don't need your fucking, and the 40-year-old is like, you can't turn that off. She's going to flip out. She's got to know. And I start, they're asking me. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like you're showing up at the Harris Teeter. You're working the checkout. I don't think you need a low jack from your your 37-year-old. I, I, and I looked at her, and I stopped short of saying it because I thought, you can't, you can't go there. But it, the gears were turning in my, I've just given her this look, and then the checkout lady looks right back at me, and she goes, she need a man. And that's exactly what I was thinking. And I said, I didn't want to say it because I didn't know. So now we're screaming in the thing, right? And so she leans over when it's all done, as frequently happens, and says, do you deserve a discount today? Because a lot of times people will give you a fake discount. They'll give you whatever discount they can give you if they had a nice. And I right. said, no, no, I'm, I'm good. And she's like, all right, because you know it's Senior Thursday. And that's when I connected. Oh, okay. It's not just a party ball in here. It's because everybody wants to come in here and, and bitch about their 40-year-old, 37-year-old kids, right? Or talk about jam or which wine is better. Or how do you use this lettuce? I'm telling you, you can make some fucking friends up in the market. I'm going to look into what's going on here on Thursdays, Senior Thursday, or if we have Senior Mondays, because I think that sounds delightful. Um, were, were any of those people wearing masks? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, I would say better than 60%. It's getting, okay. to, the, it's getting to the point Again. where I am now notice, noticing and feeling uncomfortable walking around without a mask. So I think yeah. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start wearing them again. You're gonna re up. Everyone um, in our household is fully, fully vaccinated. We don't have anyone in our household who's not, but I'm fully aware that I might asymptomatically or symptomatically yep. catch catch and spread. So I don't I don't wanna be that person. So there's no it's so easy enough. The other issue besides uh, I was just curious about that. The other issue besides the fact that I love that there's a place for seniors to go <laughs> and meet and debate is the privacy issue of that life. If you don't know, Life360 is an app you put on what I thought was your children's phones Bingo. to yeah. know where they are, how fast they're driving when they get someplace, when they leave someplace. Are they where they told you they would be? If Have they left to come home yet? Um, I didn't realize, never thought about putting it on your parents' phones, but I wanted, even while you were in the area, I wanted you to share your location with me so that I could figure out, uh, how soon you would be here. I have some locations that I have from other people on find your friends or, or whatnot. And I, I love being able to know that this friend is in West Hartford. This friend is in Greensboro. This friend is in San Diego. I love that. In the Cure for Loneliness, yeah. in the supermarket, it was like the nationalities would clump together. It really was like being in the high school cafeteria. They would just, the Jews were hilarious because they were on vacation. They were not shopping. Shopping was an afterthought. It's almost like when you sit down to watch TV and you are going through the channels on the guide and you never end up watching a show. 
It was like that. They had no okay. intention of watching a show. They were there for the guide. They had totally no intention of filling the cart. They were just, they were dressed nice. They had coffees. They, the cart had like three things in it and they were weird, stupid new products. They were looking in other people's carts. They were on a date. It was hilarious to me. They're just wandering. It was like, we're not going to play tennis. We're going to market. We're going to instead go to the supermarket. That's Stuart our country club. Constantly looking for something we could do together in retirement. <laughs> and I think you have finally hit upon <laughs> what we could both enjoy doing. I don't want to play tennis. I don't want to play golf. Well, what's I'll- weird about it is it's not even like I was in Lucard's if I was in Richmond or if I was in Jensen- Jansen's if I was in... You know, Higher in, in, um, she, she, in beautiful, what, Wilmington, I can't even remember the Hocassin, right? If I was in some place delightful, like a super, super posh, tiny, boutique you're going to pay $6 for milk for no reason. Like I wasn't even in, I was just in the equivalent of Acme, like the big style store that we have here. Some people in the same chain, it's called Hannaford. Here it's called Harris Teeter, right? Other places it's called Ucrop, like all, whatever. So it's, it's okay. So you would think that the finely dressed country club set would have somewhere better to go to people watch and yippee, yip yap, yap. But said it, I, I lucked out. I love it. I absolutely I love it. Out. I definitely think that I could market with my husband <laughs> in retirement. <laughs> exactly. I mean, for us, I think it'll be dog park and market. I think that's that's our social. It's too hot to dog park here. You really can only go half the year because otherwise it's just you're sweltered and covered in, in too much hot seas. It's too hot. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of all things social and less athletic. There, I said it out loud and now it is known. When's the last time you bought a new pair of sneakers? I was chastised for this just yesterday again. Um, like proper athleticizer sneakers, not like walk around fan, like I'm pretending sneakers. Well, With, do I, I think if I committed to doing something athletic, I might need to buy a pair of athletic sneakers, but just for walking and, and I love the amount of detail that's going into this answer. That tells me that we are aligned metaphysically. When's I mean, the last time you bought a pair of sneakers? 10 years, 20 years. Oh God, no. Uh, three Oh, I'm okay. I'm in the I'm in the ten to twenty. I don't remember physically the last time, and I wear them a lot. I wear the same fucking pair of New Balance. The tread is like a skate. It's it's like those furniture movers. You know those little slides that you put under the corners of it. That's what the tread. That's what the tread is like. You're like Fred Flintstone of shoes. Never, Your toes are coming out the bottom I and never walking. Never get new sneakers. So it's been on my list to get new sneakers for like uh, seven months. Oh, you know what? I I did get one sooner than that. I did. I did. I'm but sorry. But do you wear them? But do you wear them? You don't wear yeah, them. Yeah, I wear them. All right. Well, that's I wear all them. The problem. Okay. I do, I wear Toms or or Tevas every day. But when I take the dogs for a walk, I put on proper. I put on sneakers. Proper sneakers. Proper solid. But yeah. right now, like you said, it's Africa outside, so I'm not doing that. But when it comes back to end of August, September, and it's it's nice again, I'll take the dogs back to the park. I got gotcha. you. They need I gotcha. it. Um, I gotcha. I, I got gotcha. you. I wonder if the listeners really want to weigh in on that. If you'd like to, you can write to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Did you need me to spell that for you? Maybe that's the, no? That could, that could yeah. I mean, or you could fucking Google it maybe. Dear listener, what the fuck? That was one of my favorite quotes of yours. I don't remember, which show, I remember which show that was. It's but we most mean of it. them. It's heartfelt. It comes it's every most week. of them. Yes. Um, if you would like to 
chat with us in some way. Share with us my favorite thing in the world, which is potty art. You can do that on Instagram through Listen Brilliant or on Twitter at Listen Brilliant. Or you can go right to Facebook and put on Brilliant Observations or Brillab Squad. Some really funny, I saw another sign that I absolutely love. I am gathering potty art for the new house. I can't believe and it. And Stuart said to me, "Can't we stayed at my brother-in-law's house and my husband says to me, that's what we need for the new house. We need like these little tchotchkes that say this way to the beach and flip flop parking here. And there's a little bucket. I said, I don't want any of this in our house. <laughs> that it's adorable. It is not my taste at all. I don't want any of that nonsense in my house. And he looked broken when I told Aww. him that I don't, I'm not a tchotchke like that girl, but I will deck out those bathrooms with the funniest art you have ever seen. And uh, I think he thought that was good enough for him to be known for. Here, I'll put it up. You know what? If you want to see it, dear listener, you're going to have to go back through Listen Brilliant. And I'll put up another one that I just got in the mail off of Etsy. I just I can't believe it's a. I still can't believe it's a thing. I just can't. Oh, it's a thing. I mean, you it's my thing. It. I don't know Jessica if it's a thing. Jessica loves it. Does she? Think of a hand. Yes. She's got them in her own. She's got, hers are a little more understated in that they're visual puns. So it'll be a picture. Like, I can't think of what the pun is, but there'll be a picture of like a chicken or something. And it's supposed to be cock shit, whatever the fuck. I don't remember what the, I don't, you know. Well, I, hello. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, do, like, whatever it is. What the fuck I, is that? I don't, I don't really, I blot it out from my memory, so I don't know. But hers are, you look at the picture and then when you, you sort of connect the dots, you go, oh, it's a way homer, right? So that's, it's not like it spells out quite literally, you know, this, this bathroom is a number for number two or whatever the, whatever the things are. I likey poopy humor, whatever the, whatever the big. I love it. I I'm, love it. It's not it. my milieu. It's not coming to mind at this moment. Okay, Sharon. Milieu. Listen, milieu. I'm just here to say, I'm here for it. I'm here for you. And if you're going to do it, I want you to lean into it. And I want you to cover the entire bathroom oh, yeah. from head to fucking toe so that it is like one of those Victorian era wallscapes where it's the frames Every are inch. butted up against the frames are butted up against the frames. And it's like poopy humor, poopy humor, as if it were on sale and you were in there selecting from this wall sized montage. She's oh, my God, she's enjoying herself. She's I love it. making little happy faces. If they had the wallpaper like that, I would absolutely get oh, it. I'm I super sure they do. Love it. I'm super sure that Dear listener, did. if you find wallpaper, hit me up. I want funny potty wallpaper. You say spotted. You saw I wanna, a shirt. I, listen, 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 listen. So listen, listen to me now. I need you to listen. Do you have an item or multiple items of clothing that you fucking hate? Not anymore. So you're smart. I'm pur- I've purged a if few If you times. have something that every time you put it on, you think, what the fuck am I wearing this? You don't have those clothes. No, not anymore. Not anything. Not underpants. Not anymore. Okay, good for you. I, you're, as usual, 19 levels ahead of me. I have a shirt that I fucking hate. I cannot stand it. I do know why I still have it. Every time I put it on, even before I leave the dressing area, 
I'm standing there looking at myself going, this is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I don't like it. I don't like it. I take it off, take it off, take it off. And then I somehow talk myself into just, just leave it on for this meeting. Just leave it on for just drive, just drive to the place and come back. And if you still hate it, you could take it off. And I always do, but I hang it up again. I don't, I don't ever throw it the fuck out. Donate. We donate them. Here's my other thing. Oh my God. I can't believe myself. I'm getting ready to tell you. I saw the same fucking shirt that you hate on television. Yes. It's famous? Yes. Well, this happens from time to time. You know, I, I, you see clothes that you own on a TV show. It happens all the time, right? Just when they're, when they're doing the everyman stuff, when they're doing the whatever, you see something of yours in, a, in anything. You say, oh, I have that. I have that thing. Oh, that's just like ours, right? That's all this was. So it was the identical fucking shirt. Oh, no. On that you an, hate. On an obese, unattractive discount shopper for a supermarket chain that should not exist. It's so fucking gross and bad. This is the typical shopper for a place that I fucking hate. This is what she wears. This is their aspirational shopper. Is this you not the straw that broke your back? Where is that top I now? took the, I thought I am dead. You are dead to me shirt. And it's still hanging in my fucking You closet. are dead to me. You know what? If Cementy doesn't live in your house anymore, neither does that fucking shirt. Why did I not just shirt. wad it the fuck up and throw it? It's not even like it's expensive. I bought it at the fucking Target. It's from, you should know this from the fucking tag when you buy it. It says, who, what, where? W-E-A-R. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm like, if I'm already buying something that says, who, what, <laughs> where, why would I buy this? Throw why? it out. Throw so it out. I will show you the photo of me and you will say, I'm not really sure why you ever thought it was a good idea to buy this. Or why you keep it. So so the question is more, why can't we do the things that we know we need to do? That and I I'll don't know. Yeah. And I'll tell you, because Cementi lasted way too long, and I know you're rid of him now. Yeah. This shirt, it's ridiculous. You should get off pod, go get it immediately, and <clears throat> let me watch you throw it in a trash can. Because even donating it seems like you're being mean to other people. No, it's not. The shirt should not exist. So... My last question for you, or my next, last, whatever, is when do you order more? Oh, Lordy. I'm asking because. <laughs> are we, what are we getting? I'm asking, yeah, I'm asking because I've heard a couple of people in the last couple of months say, oh, I'm completely out of. Patience. Face, fa- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Compassion. Either like face lotion common or sense. shampoo or common sense <laughs> right I'm completely yeah, out yeah, of, yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. to get to the store today I have like there's that sense of oh gosh tomorrow how can I wipe kind of thing wow well so step I'm I'm wondering if anybody in the world like you were with your sneakers when's the last time you I'm wondering if anybody in the world is similar to Melissa in that when I run out of the face lotion I open the cabinet under the sink and I take the next one because it's there well I'm married to a subscriber okay so we receive at least one box of something every day there are days when we will receive up to five boxes of something and they are cases of drinks Cases of coffee, cases of method soap, right. cases of keels, cases of buy, 
cases of lacrosse something cases okay. of, it's always by the case cases of we he got actually he switched over we used to run out regularly of paper products and i don't mean run out in the sense that we would always buy in bulk and we don't store in bulk we keep two or three in the in the ready to use two or three under the sink in each of the bathrooms two or three in the pantry and then when you use those two or three you go to replenish from the pantry and then you've used those and so you go to the garage where the rest of them are and so when that happens it can occur that magically how are we out of sponges we used to buy them by the case right we're down to our last sponge what happened we're out of toilet paper go upstairs I'm sure there's three under the sink no we used those last week like that's where it got straight so we got into one of those situations so he ordered his industrial uh, the toilet paper that he has for the office that he for you know he owns a company so for them he had that drop ship to our house so we have one of these gigantic pallet sized things of pre pre wrapped individual I don't remember who it's somebody with an e in it toilet paper so I will never run out of toilet paper again but it's in yeah, the garage it's not good toilet paper no it's, it's, not it's no it's just no it's just fine Charmin I don't I don't like it clogs up the I'm, I imagine it would clog up the pipes it's too fucking thick. They go crazy. This isn't like Scotty. I mean, this is nice. It's it's toilet paper that you, you're unaware of the brand when you're using it. You're just using the toilet paper, and it's just fine. It's fine. It's right. not it's not thin and flimsy. It's not gross. It doesn't make you think they really so don't prioritize their toilet paper. You don't run out anymore. I don't want to use a fucking towel when I'm using toilet paper. That's what those cloudies and all the rest of them are fucking called. What's it called? Angel Soft? Nor- Norman. What's it called? Oh my God, dear listener, Amy's lost her mind. It's supposed to be. They have clouds on it. What's it called? Charmin. I was visualizing the packet. Charmin. Well, I'm really particular about my paper towels, but I'm not really particular about the toilet paper. So, so. we are Costco run, shoppers. I don't as tend well. to run out, but it's only because it's my husband. If I was in charge of stuff. I've, and he makes us buy milk. We have to have milk. There's always four things in milk in the fridge. Always. But when it comes to your products, like your shower products, he doesn't. He's not in charge of that. He doesn't do. No, we a use subscription the same. for he yours. Does. We we use the same shampoo. We he does. So he he does. So I've long. It's like a car. I've long since thinking about or using the stuff. I it doesn't it doesn't wear out. He also does the subscription underarm deodorants, which made me really mad. The spoogie deodorant made by that lady who says you can put it on your pud and all the rest of it. So we get cartons of that shit coming in. Yeah, it it works. It really works. All right. So you don't run out. I don't. But it's so unusual because you would think I would always run out of stuff. Right. Knowing me. Because that's, you your know. Your gas theory. I can't be fucking bothered. Look it. It's there waiting for you when you need it. Just go get it. It doesn't take. What's the big deal? You can manage that. It makes me nervous when people say, oh, I, I can't leave for vacation yet. I need to stop and get. I totally ran out of. I, I get physically uncomfortable. How did you let that happen? It's I've, like running I've out of also, tuna. But that's an interesting angle on this I also I do travel quite a bit and I have gotten into the habit that they have stores there so it's rare right. you know I can go I'm not leaving the planet so whatever wherever I'm going they're gonna be able to sell me some fucking kind of soap and I'm not that precious that it has to be my if it has to be my yeah 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 You'll I'm, bring it. I'm super thoughtful to never run out and make sure that I've thought of that provision and work it into my day and I make it happen. And for the for the bulk of my life, I'm just not that precious about it. So out you go. Dear listener. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> when do you order more? 
I, I really feel like we're alone in this. Like we agree that I just don't know that everybody else agrees with us. I like agreeing with you more than disagreeing with you um, in general. I but I am stock, curious. I don't stock up as a lifestyle. We have gotten into a habit of having a deep bench in terms of the products that we you use. You buy a three pack. Because you buy it's a f- easier. Yeah. And I also have more, not just I have easier. more people using it. When you have, you got five people in the house, we all have teeth. We're all brushing our teeth, right? So yeah, you can get the stuff happening, but I'm not one that has a physical button in my laundry room that I press to automatically pre-order uh, yeah, Amazon will give you a button that you can pre-order. You press it, and it will drop ship you more laundry Ooh. detergent. I'm like, climb out of my crack, Amazon. I can stick my finger on the app and get it if I fucking Amazon want it. has you on their on their Life 360. Look at that. So They're gross. keeping track of you. I don't have it. They've asked me to have it, and I said, why don't you go suck on some laundry detergent tabs? I'm not Dear listener, it. thank you so much for listening today. We are curious when you order more. It's, it's something that is kind of stuck in my craw. Also, how do you I don't have a craw also the path of cementy get rid of that fucking shirt I sent I sent you a photo I don't know if you've seen it I sent it while we were talking it's just you can see how fucking bad it is or well you can you can see it for yourself and say why did you buy this and how are you just what are you doing look how bad it is are you seeing do you see how bad it is I'm on my way there I just so fucking you guys it's so fucking bad it's awful it's so bad Look at the tent. It's awful. See, you, now you're reinforcing. Awful. Now you're reinforcing my hesitation to not get rid of the Aldi I don't think fucking obese shopper. It's Aldi. Who shops at Aldi? Nobody shops at Aldi. Aldi is gross. So gross. here's here's my thing. I if I'm not gonna wear it and it makes me feel shitty, if it's got a weird tag, if it falls funny, if it gapes, if it get the fuck rid of if it. it. But looks this picture does not show me this. Shopper at Aldi who's lying to her husband about chicken because she bought it so cheaply he would not eat it. That's the kind of shirt I'm gonna wear and keep in my life. Stop it's it. It's a it's a terrible shirt. Throw it out. I think we need to call the manufacturer and let them know how bad this shirt is. Like that's I think the, I'm that's putting this picture on. You put it somewhere, I will slap our the phone social out media. of your fucking hand. It's terrible. I don't think it's terrible, but I it's think really it's terrible bad. about the way it makes you feel and all that jazz. Dear listener, should she throw it out? What do you think? I, I'm I, you, I'm going to have to. I hear the words coming out of my mouth, and it makes me think, what's wrong with you? This is not a conversation. This is just a fact. I'm going to text like, your husband stop, to find it. And should throw I it stop out. stabbing myself with the knife? Like, why are you like, hitting why yourself? Why just, are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting I yourself? Agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. Out of here. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.